You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. Today, we talk to Sarah Bagley. Sarah told me that when she's feeling a little bit like comparing herself to those around who are also running, she says over and over again to herself, comparison is the destruction of happiness. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I have the wonderful Sarah Bagley. Welcome, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can tell because we we can see this like, like a video. Or nobody else can see it except you know you and I. Can, we're looking at each other, but you're obviously in the classroom right now. Is that right? I am. I'm in my little library, oh. and because I thought I'm not going to race home, I'll just do some work here and then set up. The classroom li- little library, so my breakout t- space. What's the size of the chair you're sitting on? Just thought of. Oh, that. I've got my wheelie chair. Oh, you do. I thought maybe you were on one I of those do. I have a a little children's chair. chair, but you're not. You're <laughs> a bigger chair. The class I have, the chairs aren't that not- small. Oh, they're not. You oh, don't that's have good. To so they're like then they're not uncomfortable to sit in, unlike kinder, where <laughs> you have to sort of. Sit with your knees up to your chin. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a funny, yes, I've had to do that before uh, in a, my very short teaching career. <laughs> I can just remember <laughs> having to spend a lot of time sitting on those little chairs. <laughs> it's just, um, yes. These days neat. I just sit on my roller. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> yeah, I can actually, oh, that would be fun. Scooting around in a classroom with rollies, rolly chairs. Well, if I'm, if I'm doing group work, I usually have something that's, aching so I sit on my um my roller and I just sort of massage as I'm doing my group work oh <laughs> or I sit on a spiky ball and yeah it well, these, these would be running um sorenesses a lot of them by the sound of it <laughs> oh little niggles little niggles here and there <laughs> all right before we get into your running though let's scoot all the way back to Sarah Bagley when she was at school when she was young where did you grow up give us a little bit of I grew up in Burnie northwest oh, coast right. I did not and I went to Marist yeah. I went to Santa Marist first and then Marist and then I went to uni at 17 because I was one of the young enrollments back in oh, wow. the day where you could be enrolled when you were four well, turning five, say June. So okay. I was born in April. Yep. So I was four in prep. So that made me Young 17 when I Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Because yeah. I remember, because I'm a, I'm a January baby, so I was like always right in the middle of everybody. Whereas now I would have been older, like one of the older yes. ones. And like I've got a child. And most and- of my friends uh, turned, well, say 18 a year before. Yeah. me yeah so that was a little bit hard when you're down at uni and everyone's going out and you don't want to be you know <laughs> not going out partying <laughs> yes <laughs> so at, at school in Bernie what kind of sport did you do there Are you, were you I did the usual school girl hockey I did a netball I did mm-hmm. softball mm-hmm. uh and then I wasn't really into any of them, really. I did a bit of cross-country, yeah. but just school, school yeah. things, nothing. Nothing um, extracurricular. Yeah. I did. <laughs> when, I, when I came back to Burnie, in my, when I got a job at Waratah, I did join a hockey team with Bernie Hawks. Wow. <laughs> An old hockey team. <laughs> but I wasn't very good because I didn't know how to play. 
I, I was in the A reserves. I only joined because a friend of mine said, I want to play hockey. Let's let's join the Bernie, the Bernie Hawks, the Bernie team. So she therefore was she was really, really good and ended up in the A grade and I was in the A reserves not knowing a thing. I played school girls, but that was oh, when I was like eight. <laughs> so how long did you play hockey for as an adult? Uh, just for a year or two. So you, you knew a little bit two. about it by the end of it? <laughs> uh, I, I had to say to them, just tell me where to stand. And, what, and that, but that's basically it. And they said, stick to that girl or stick to that person and just don't let them get the ball. <laughs> Yeah. And, you, and well, you must have enjoyed it a little bit, yeah? I did. I liked the competitiveness of it because uh -huh. I'm slightly little teeny bit competitive. You are, actually. I think you are a little bit, at least certainly when a we were younger bit. and we used to run. <laughs> I remember thinking Sarah's a bit competitive. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yes. I just sometimes just mainly with myself. Yeah. I've learned not to, be, not to compare myself That's so with others. Good. That's a very good point. In fact, that's even a takeaway, I think, on one of the episodes on the podcast is not to compare yourself to others. So yeah, I love I, that. Yeah. So at school, yes. at school, you just did the normal kind of everyday stuff that they tell you to do at school when it that's, comes to sport. That's all. Yep. Yes. Nothing club sport, yeah. just the usual school, Yeah. you know, so um, soccer, not soccer, softball, yeah, a bit of netball, netball maybe. Yeah. The yeah. hockey. Yeah. So what did you do when you were at school? What was your kind of hobby type stuff? It doesn't have to be sporting oh, at all, obviously. <laughs> my sister and I, we lived at the back, over the back fence from Parklands High School okay. in Burnley. And they used to have rows and rows of pine trees. Mm. And the oval was there and then they had like little creeks running through it. Oh. So my sister and I would get our drags to bikes <laughs> with the big banana seats oh, wow. and just ride our bikes all the way through there, catch tadpoles, you know, oh. go down hills on the bike, you know, with the legs off the pedals, you know, just, just adventurous stuff like yeah, that. Carefree. Enid Blyton, like, you know, stories. Was it Famous Five yes. or something? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd go over there and, and just play on the oval. My cousins would come and, you know, we'd go and play cricket or, okay. yeah, I like reading. I love jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So one Those sibling. Of things growing. One sibling. Yes, I have a sister. Is she older yes, or younger she's than you? Oh, she's in her yeah. Is she older or younger than you? Older. Older. She's older. Yes. So so you went to university. Did, did you say Hobart? Did you go? Yes. Yeah. And so what did you study so at university? I studied uh, psychology first, huh? sort of majoring yes. in psychology. And then I thought, oh, all I do, oh, don't I've always sort of liked the idea of teaching. So I then did teaching on oh. top of that. So you and did, that's like two degrees. <laughs> yes, yes. Good on you. Well done. Yes, and the, and the teaching was a fast-tracked one because okay. I already had a degree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was that prior learning. You get yeah, yes. credits for prior learning type stuff. That's awesome. And so yeah. does that mean instead of, was it like four, three years for psychology and then another year or so or two yes. years for the teaching, something like that? one year so okay. it was really fast tracked yeah like oh, we great. didn't have a break at yeah. all yeah um um combined two pracs in with that yeah so it was just jam-packed just no time for basically holidays <laughs> in and that then year you're in a classroom <laughs> basically and then no i i i moved back home and then yeah. i moved into a, a flat with a friend of mine because I thought, oh, I haven't got a position yet. I'll just do relief. And then I was phoned on the day I was moving to Hobart for a position at Bridport. And I said, oh, I've got to turn it down. The first job I've ever turned down. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I just left that. 
So for a term, I did childcare and relief. Wow. And then I got a position at Brighton Primary School okay. in Hobart. Yeah. And that was really tough because there was a lot of army kids back then yep. because mm -hmm. of the barracks there. Mm -hmm. um, it was, and I was a teacher who went in and supported teachers who had difficult children. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did that for the remainder of that year. And then I moved back to Burnie and taught for a year. And then I went overseas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Saved my money. And I went to Canada first. Yeah. And I was a caregiver for three children. Oh, like a nanny. And like yes, a nanny. Yeah. They, they, they are caregiver. It was a really um, organic family too. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, and a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and an 18-month-old. Oh, gosh. And I was very good at getting three kids ready to go out into the snow to go on adventures. <laughs> you know, like it, it would take an hour to get ready. Wow. And then I always remember one time Max was the three-year-old. He, They had to have, like, suits on and then mm. their snow suits and then their gloves and then their hats and he just said I need I've, I've already gone to the toilet I've done a poo and I'm like oh so, the, <laughs> so therefore that took another hour to clean him up and then get ready again and then we're all so oh. for three children I stayed there oh. for about eight months wow and yeah and then went to the United Kingdom did you stay in touch with the family in Canada Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they would be. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, well into their twenties. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so then yes. you went from Canada to England. Yes. So I, I, I'm not active at all during this time. Uh huh. At all. <laughs> at all. Apart from you had to catch planes and walk to. Oh the yes, plane. and run <laughs> to get tube stations and. You know, yeah. run here and run there. Yes. And I always uh, look back and I think, gee, I wish I, like, you know, ran the the London Marathon yeah. back then or ran around Hyde Park or uh, Kensington Gardens. Just for the experience. Right. <laughs> I, had a, I had a great time. So that was two years there. So two years on the in the way UK. Back, oh, wow. Two years. That's and amazing. I did so many different things i was a jewelry inspector jewelry a jewelry <laughs> yes. jewelry as inspector, in the things we would, wear <laughs> they would give me a big huge box of um jewelry that's like you know the diamante things yeah. that were huge and i would look at the clasp and i'd look at the diamonds and say okay yes that passes no that clasp is, is dodgy throw that in another box huh. and then I got sick of that <laughs> and then I worked in the usual the pub thing yeah I did that I, <laughs> in the UK the <laughs> and then I I um, not managed but co-managed a um a, like a backpackers oh. that cook breakfast in the mornings and you know rotations with the sheet changing and booking people in wow. and then I worked at Whiteley's as a um, in the cinema, yes. there. and Whiteley's is a um, a shopping centre, oh, wow. and in that shopping centre is a cinema. So they had oh like a hundred different shops. So I did that, and then I thought, okay, I need some real money here. So I did teaching then. <laughs> so you used your Australian teaching degree in the UK, there. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I I put my name down and. That afternoon, they called me up for a job. They were still ringing me when I got back to Australia. Oh, wow. Because they were saying, oh, look, they're in desperate need of oh, relief teachers over cool. there. And that was that was brilliant. I loved it. What, what, um, <laughs> what years did you teach in the UK? I taught anything from their kinder yep. to their grade six. Yep. I didn't like to go above sort of grade three because... 
that it was very challenging. Some of the areas that I went were tough. But I think I got most of my like behavioural management skills dealing with the toughest kids yeah. you could ever imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they so ended the, up to be, yeah, the most rewarding. Oh, totally. I understand that. My first, um, one of my first jobs was to share a, a class at Rachel Lee with my mum. Many, many ah, years. Yes. Yeah. yeah, a grade three. And then I was warned that um, it was one child who just liked to run. And I was already running a lot by then. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you're only in grade three. There's no way you're going to get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and the teachers would say, the other teachers would say, but don't chase him because he'll just run further, you know, like a horse that gets, I don't know if you knew, know that story with horses. If you chase, yes. horse, they just run faster. <laughs> run further yes. and they luckily, running. luckily he was only in grade three. So I could catch him because <laughs> he did keep running. <laughs> anyway. They can go, gosh. Oh my gosh, they can. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> there was my one of my little stories from that era. So you came back to Australia, and you've had. Well, obviously... I came back by Africa, so I did the um, an African safari oh, wow. for, uh, for about seven weeks. And I'm thinking, I don't know how I survive. I'm not a camper, but I was thrown into the worst camping conditions ever and survived. Well, there you go. Maybe you are a camper uh, underneath. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> so, but you enjoyed Africa, even if the, the camping was... Oh, I loved it. <laughs> yep, loved it. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah, fantastic. So you came yeah. home via came Africa. Home with $50 in my wallet. I'm glad that you used $50. all of the money. It's <laughs> important. And then I... What did I do after Africa? Oh, I taught for relief and then I got a couple of contracts. This is back when we had three terms. Yeah. So relief, teaching, then two terms of teaching, and then I got permanency down in the Wild West. <laughs> so you, was it Waratah? Is that where you said you were? Yes. Yeah. And I did a lot of bike riding there. How long were you in Waratah for? Four years. Four years. All right. So Four years. you've been teaching pretty much since then, I would say. How long ago was that that you came back? Oh, to that was oh, I'm nearly up to my special 25-year box. At the in the Tasmanian Education Department. Yes. Yes. When you reach 25 years, you get a special box. What is that box? <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, it used to be a beautiful, well, it still is nice. It used to be a beautiful hue and pine box oh, that everyone oh. laughed and said it's, it's your ashes box. I, know, I actually was going, but then I it's just. It's an actual box. But then they got a little bit cheap and then oh. people who have gone on holiday down south now make it. <laughs> At wisdom. Oh. <laughs> they make the special box. Oh. Okay, that's that sounds like so it'll be now. I think I'm on year 24. I'm nearly okay. been teaching 25 years. So you don't get a watch, you get a box. Yes. <laughs> okay, wonderful. So we know you're a teacher <laughs> and you've taught all over the world, which is amazing. <laughs> Tell me, when did you start running? How did Ooh, you when I moved to Launceston. Um, like I was active in Waratah with bike riding and walking. Yeah. But Meg Laid, <laughs> when I met lovely Meg Laid. I know, Meg. <laughs> oh, I know. She taught next door to me and she'd always say, let's do the Bernie 10 together. And I'd go, yeah, yeah, all right. And then I'd go, no, <laughs> no. What? Why would I want to do that? Oh. And then I thought to myself once, I'm going to actually do it. Oh. So she then said, I'll meet you at Royal Park and we'll go for a run. And I'm like, okay. It was the hardest thing ever. <laughs> I think I averaged on like eight-minute kilometres and I just remember saying, it's too hard. <laughs> and then she'd say, no, it's not. You're doing great. And she's a bit chipper, and isn't I thought, she? 
<laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I did that and the Bernie 10 came around and I thought, I want to do it under an hour. And I did. I think I got 57 minutes or something. That's awesome. I know. And all I remember is running up the main street going, oh, my God, I'm going be sick I can't be sick in front of all these people <laughs> and this is like and my I hometown finished, and yes so I was so happy at the end that oh. I didn't care that I got 57 minutes all I was happy with is that I did it under an hour and didn't throw up in front of your hometown and so then she said oh I've got there's a really good club the Launceston Running Club. <laughs> that uh, it was wasn't called that back then. What was it called? Launceston Athletic, Athletic Club. Club. Yeah. Yes, Launceston Running Club. And I remember at Grindelwald standing in line. I must have been to the toilets or Portaloo, and there are two other people there going, "Oh yeah, seven k's, just a walk in the park. <laughs> this is just a training run." And I'm like. What? what are you saying at seven kilometers <laughs> yes and then there was the the race that was 10 kilometers and it started at St Leonard's and it went through it was a feature race back then yeah it went, and did the whole was, loop yeah the loop yes was, and that was my first 10k right. ever oh wow and apart from the burning I thought and I thought ah oh, and it ran up towards um the big loop mm, yeah uh, so in, into Newstead and then back around yeah Newstead and then up mm. uh, yeah the St Leonard's way and I'm like yeah. oh, oh my gosh that's and not an easy run that. that was a very hard run because of the hills there's yes. quite a few hills in there yes we don't have that so, and then then I won a couple I won yeah. three out of my years there Wait, what year yes. was it that you started with the club Oh, can you remember? Two thousand and seven. So two thousand six. So did you do the Bernie Ten in two thousand and six, two thousand and five? Oh, something so like I've got that. some notes here. <laughs> you got notes. Good on you. Well, not that anyone's uh, going to go. Oh, that's two thousand and seven. I won my first five kilometer at LRC. Oh, good on you. So it must have been. The same year must have been yeah. 2006 my Bernie 10 2006 oh wow so what, yes. what kept you going what kept you running like you the Bernie 10 you crossed the line and there was that sense of achievement but not everybody well, keeps going thought, well I thought oh let's see if I can do a bit better than that mm. not that I didn't think that was bad yeah but I don't know I just and then I met more people yeah. and more people to run with and it was just it was just fun and yeah. the the running club was fun because it was just or well, something to do on a Saturday not that I had any like yeah it was just something fun to look forward to and the handicapping was I like that because I was always like a front starter but when I when I won they sort of put me right back but that was fine yeah it's like a reward. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> have a hard handicap. <laughs> I like to challenge myself too. Okay. I like the challenge. And I'm a bit pig-headed. <laughs> I bit won't stubborn. give in <laughs> to so do anything. You, do you think you're, you you're goal-orientated? So do you yes. enjoy Because I know you've done lots of other races, obviously, not just the Bernie 10 and not just the running club over the years. Well, yes. And I always... <laughs> need to get over the fact that I, I sometimes think, oh, I can't do that. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. What do you think you're doing? Now, what are you standing here for? <laughs> um, you know, at the starting line, yeah. I, I just think, oh, yeah. And now I, I'm still got the, in the back of my mind that I compare myself too yeah. much to mm -hmm. other people and I have to stop that. Yeah, yeah. But at but least you can acknowledge that and, and you see that. That's, that's the biggest step, really. It's when you don't realise yes. you're doing, or you don't observe yourself doing that and stop it, but you just, yeah. And when I'm running along, I, I say to myself, 
comparison is the destruction of happiness. Comparison <laughs> is the destruction of happiness. And then I just think, look, that's okay if some people are running faster than you or if the hip isn't hurting or, or yeah. that's that's good. But this is what I'm doing and at least I'm doing something. <laughs> yes, and you're not just... Um, just uh... Well, just reading, which is, reading is wonderful, but you're not just sitting down on the couch all of the time, yes. which would be very handy. And yeah, I know. And sometimes I really wish I was. <laughs> so how, how much do you train now? What does your training look like? Well, it's sort of hit and miss, really. Um, I haven't got anything in mind. Like I haven't got a race. Like I really, like Point to Pinnacle is coming up and I really, really like the point to pinnacle you do even though it's just one great big up hill <laughs> <laughs> i see that's where i like the challenge and i did that 2019 yeah i the beginning of 2019 i broke my leg running I of course seeing you shuffling i don't know how uh, anybody breaks their leg running but <laughs> you can probably tell us about that in a minute <laughs> Uh, and well, I didn't acknowledge that I actually had pain. Mm. Um, and of course, I googled my symptoms, and it said oh, it was an Achilles injury. And so mm. I treated it as an Achilles injury until the pain got a little bit unbearable. It just wasn't healing. And I thought, ah, I might get that x ray that the physio told me to get two weeks ago. <laughs> And I, did, and I did, and they said, you need to go to the hospital. It's broken. And I'm like, well, there you go. Where was it broken? Where was your leg broken? Uh, down the lower fibula. Fibula. And how, how would, is it like a stress fracture? Is that like, because it's not like you fell? No, it was a clear break. It, um, there, was, there was possibly a stress fracture, but it was a clear snap basically you think but you'd it, remember doing it <laughs> i know where i did it oh you and do. i know how i did it okay tell us <laughs> it was on the south southeast tra northeast trail that one that goes from ribbon of Cobbler's blue Bridge to i copy it the ribbon of blue <laughs> yes i can never yep. remember it northeast and i was chasing someone on a wednesday night and i thought oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get her and I, it's bad. See, this is where the competitiveness <laughs> is sometimes not good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought I stumbled. So I did actually stumble awkwardly and I thought, yeah. how? So I had no phone, nothing. I'm in the middle of a trail where yeah. it was the same distance going forward as back. Yeah. And I think it took me probably an hour to get back because oh, wow. I thought oh ow ow oh, I was thinking like there well, you'd probably only be about 3k then from Mike's shop oh, three yes, maybe four it's, not, it's really not that far it feels yes. like a long way when you're in the middle of the, the it was trail. probably easier if I went back but I I didn't I kept going because I wanted to catch the girl but I couldn't <laughs> yeah. and then okay so three months sitting on the couch basically because I couldn't do anything oh. Oh. I wasn't allowed to put weight on it um even though it wasn't a weight-bearing bone I still yeah. but luckily it, it started healing already mm. perfectly so I and the hospital said if you were here two weeks ago you'd be in plaster and I'm like well I've got a boot I'm pretty lucky <laughs> I can take the boot off that's amazing <laughs> yes it was a bit silly I, I i need to listen to the professionals more and your well, own body this, more this is four years ago yeah. I, I do listen now you feel like you've learned <laughs> and so you were saying you broke your leg at the start of the year basically and then you did the point, point to pinnacle in the november of that year is that yes. what you're saying so i got like i got my boot off and the physio said a kilometer gentle then stop running and then walk you know don't overdo it and I followed his advice to the T 
I thought, I'm not going to stuff this up. (laughs) And then because when you're injured, you tend to see so many happy people running. I know. Pain-free, obviously. You would. And they're all sort of like having the best time with each other and high five. In my mind, they're high fiving each other every time I drive past them. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) Yes, and you just think, right. And then something came up on my news feed for Facebook, not at school, (laughs) sort of at school. And it said, uh, entries open for Point to Pinnacle. And I thought, right. And I entered just like that. And I thought, what am I doing? I can't even run a kilometre. <laughs> but then I took my, that was oh, June. So I had June titles, nearly six months, five to yeah. six months of yeah. really solid training. Mm. And I just, every Sunday I'd get up super early and find hills and just run them repetitively. Oh, wow. And it was, the yeah. It was really enjoyable. And I just thought, whatever you do, A, make the cutoff for, you know, don't get caught up in the sweep. <laughs> and then just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. So oh. I did. I stopped, took photos, chatted to people on the way up, oh. and I finished. <laughs> awesome. And you haven't had yeah. any anything has happened like uh, no repercussions from the broken leg either. Everything's no. I nicely. I thought I would, and I I went kept going back to the physio, <laughs> and I said to him, I think I'm going to hurt my leg, and he goes, What? And I said, <laughs> I think I'm going to hurt myself. I said, I've only got to think about it, and something hurts, mm-hmm. and he just shook his head and said. No, your leg is fine. Your leg is fine. And I went, are you sure? It's your head we're worried about. (laughs) I just thought any pain, I thought, oh, my gosh. Mm. But then I'm over that now because that was a while ago, or three years before you. (laughs) So when do you think you called yourself a runner? Oh, I never do. I know. That's interesting. Well, People, uh, I've, I've still got this image of a runner yeah. and I just look at me and go, no, <laughs> I'm not. And then people say, oh, you're a runner. Uh, no, I run, but I'm not a runner. So tell me, when you see somebody in the Bernie 10 or the Launceston 10 or just people running down the road. I think they're all runners. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't care whether they're like, um, you know, stick thin you know olympic looking runners either do you You just call them all runners i assume if you're like me yes (laughs) i will do i do i I, when i finish like like my marathons and stuff like that i i look back and i'm more proud now than when i did them when i did them i was like ah i shouldn't have stopped so many times and i should have gotten Four minutes, four minutes, four hours, 30, or four hours, 15, because I got four hours, 30. And I went, oh, I shouldn't should have trained better. Shouldn't have done this. But now I'm looking back going, well, that was freaking amazing. Exactly. What, what I've done. How many marathons have you done? Three. Good on you. Excellent. I would like to do one more. You do? Is there one that you would like in particular? I'd like to go. I love Melbourne. Just the yeah. fact that they've been, or the Gold Coast, I wouldn't mind doing. But I've always wanted to do an overseas one. But you know, one day hey, we'll when see the what... world is not crazy, that's all right. We'll see how that pans out. It's a bit crazy, it's <laughs> for sure. Now you were just talking about your injury, and often we talk about that in relation to identity, and you know whether you're a runner or whether you consider yourself to be a runner or not, but. What happens when you, if you do get an injury where you're laid up for some time, what's going on in your head? I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit by saying what it was like to see all of the people out there, obviously having the best runs and training runs and races of their life. There might not have been that many people out there, but it just appeared that every time I drove home or something, they were like, yeah, 
thousands. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you get obsessed by one kind of car or something, all of a sudden you see it everywhere. It's a bit like that. Yeah. I think. So how, what kind of things were going through your head apart from envy of <laughs> other people's money? Um, thinking, oh, you know, all the why, why me, you know, why can't I have tough bones? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just the, the fact that it was an overuse injury yeah. and, and it was just unfortunate. Mm. Like it yeah. could have been worse. Yeah, but it was just it. unfortunate. It happened. Yeah. I got over it. Yeah. And, and you're still running. Sorry? And you're still running. Yes. Back yes. Running. Yeah. Which yes. Is really cool. And I'm still competitive in my own little way, but in a, I try to channel, channel it in a good way, not a destructive way. <laughs> so that you don't get well, any more overuse. School. Well, we... we had the school carnival. Oh, yeah. This is for seven-year-olds and eight-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I lined up because I wanted to run in the little hurdle race. Uh-huh. And I wanted to beat everyone, seven-year-olds, I might add. Uh-huh. And then I pulled my hamstring, <laughs> re-pulled it. Or, and, <laughs> and I thought, oh, my gosh, trust me, I'm racing against seven-year-olds and I want to win, of course. <laughs> And then I'm just sort of limping away. And then they're all saying, Oh, Miss Bagley, you've hurt your leg. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Don't pay it's any attention right. to this. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do. Um, looking back on all my running events and my, my, my trophies and my medals, I, I do consider myself a runner. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. I would like to do better. I would like to be faster. You I know. consider you a runner, Sarah. I think if you're so, tell me, how long do you think you'll run for? Oh, I'll keep going. Mm-hmm. I'll keep going. I always said if I can't run, I'll I'll crawl. If I can't crawl, I'll yeah, I'll do something. So why why do you think you like? Because it, it sounds like the first I don't know if it was half of your life, but the first part of your life, there wasn't a lot of sort of um, self you know exercise or whatever wasn't something you deliberately went out to get and seek and yet now I'd say it's a reasonable part of your life outside of your work yeah and I love running with the groups that I run with and I love running with the people and I love running with walking with the people Mm -hmm. um yeah and we just solve the problems of the world when we (laughs) run (laughs) and when we walk a lot of people sorry you go I, no, I've just said, and I've met some incredible people that yeah. I wouldn't have met if I didn't run yeah. or if I didn't join in the groups that I've yeah. joined. Wouldn't that, have met them. That's true. And a lot of people yeah. say that, you know, they started running for, say, maybe a health reason or as a dare or a work thing. So often people at work can convince people to go, you know, enter an event or whatever. Well, it was but, sort of, yeah, it was yeah. work, like work colleagues encouraging yeah. Yeah. um yeah that's why they start but often, it. often they continue because of the people like you said like the friends that they make it's that's why they continue yeah. to run and i still enjoy the solo runs by myself yeah. sometimes in the and the walks because you, if you've got something that you need to figure out then it's a good time and place to do that how um what kind of running do you like the most are you a road or trail all not trails. Ooh, <laughs> no. That's <laughs> story fall... of your leg. <laughs> that sounded like a trail. I fall over. I, I'm useless. I do like the occasional ones. Like yeah. oh, probably three months ago, um, Tim designed this run from a Sunday Buddies one. And I'm like going, oh, my God, why did I even bother to come? in the reserve. <laughs> I, I don't like trails. But it was, it was fun. It was yeah. it was a challenge, but it was fun. I just um not not I'm steady on my feet, yeah. but I have to think. And sometimes I just like to blank out <laughs> and go and just go. <laughs> but you have to think the whole time. Because and I'm not fast on trails. Mm. 
not that speed is everything and I've got to keep thinking like speed is not everything <laughs> speed is <laughs> definitely not everything especially as we get older Sarah um, <laughs> speed becomes yes. more something that um those people over there do and we're just doing it because it's fun <laughs> yes and I do have lots of fun when I do it <laughs> you do I know you're always smiling so <laughs> with your um, with your running you run by yourself and with people what do you prefer or you just you just both oh both um, with with my the point to pinnacle training that was mm -hmm. basically by myself because I needed okay. to get distance and I needed to get hill training and I didn't want it to take all of Sunday yeah. <laughs> so if I started really early yeah then I would be home and finished so I could do other things mm -hmm. so but I um I like walking too but not by myself but yeah. but I like walking with others too yeah. so yeah. yeah a bit of both it just depends depends on what I need to to do do you have headphones do you listen to Sorry? stuff when do you listen to things when you're running uh podcasts your podcasts oh good girl well done <laughs> while I'm walking um some music it just yeah. just depends yeah but I um Yes, I haven't for a while. I used to all the time, mm. but then I just like to know my surroundings yeah. and be aware of what's yep. around. Going on. Um, what kind of things are you thinking about when you're running? Like a minute ago, you said you know it's quite good for if nothing out of problem. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> what sort of thing? What, um, <laughs> whose birthday is next? And <laughs> what I have to do to get organised for work? what what like assessments I need to be doing at school uh, you know how am I going to mow the lawn and do all of this at the same time <laughs> I need a pile of ironing to do you know a lot lots of things come in and out yeah lots of lots of checklist kind of stuff it's like yes yeah yeah I yeah. totally understand that and if so, I had a bad day then yeah. you know I could work it through <laughs> yeah yeah it gives you that space they often say that um well something I talk about a lot on here is the science that now shows that what's going on in your brain while you're running is very similar to what happens when you're meditating so there are oh. the, um, similar uh, neural pathways are being created and the same kind of chemicals are being um whatever uh, happening in your brain and uh, not just the happy dopamine ones because we're happy because we're doing something but there's well, all I these can other go things. for a long while and I'm completely like void of anything I'm just yeah. completely in the, in the moment yeah <laughs> completely and people have said we drove past you and we basically had to run you over to get your attention because <laughs> we blew the horn and that and then I just said I'm so sorry you know <laughs> maybe you need to run me over once in a while say hello <laughs> but don't break any bone bones thank you <laughs> and I had a little a, a, a grade he must be in grade four and he said oh I saw you out running on Sunday and I said oh did you and he said oh how far did you go and I said oh not far about 10 and he goes god 10 that's pretty good and I said oh you should have beat the horn because he said oh, I was in a ute I was in the brown ute and I'm thinking, don't I? I have no idea. And I said, oh, you should have beeped the horn. And he said, oh, no, that would have put you right off, put you oh. right off, get you out of the zone. Oh. I said, yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sarah, how do you get out the door? Like we've already established, your, I think you're quite competitive. We've established that a little bit, oh. even if it's only with yourself. But and you're goal-driven as well. So even though you don't have a goal right now, although are you doing the Point to Pinnacle this year? No. 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 It's coming up. Yeah. Um, how do you get out the door, especially on those days where it's just like we don't want to run every day even though we really love running. Sometimes it's like I'm too tired or I've got all these things to do, all that washing needs doing and the lawn mowing and maybe well, the weather's I, horrid. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I usually say to myself, the night before right you're going for a run and okay. then once I've made that decision if it's bucketing down I don't care I'll put a jacket on yeah which I've done that a few times um and I thought no I've made that decision get up 
and go. And that's usually it. And that's all you Once need to do. You just, up. Yep. You have yeah. to have, it's kind of that, um, what is it? If you don't um, plan, you plan to fail or something. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's by yeah. saying that you're and going. And I have all my gear out. Yeah. Everything is ready. Everything. Yeah. Well, if, I've, if I've got like jelly beans or whatever I need for my walk or my run, my water's there, my fuel, yeah. everything's set out. And if I just say if I didn't, then I'd be like all day going, you should have just gone. You should have just gone. <laughs> hard to feel you know, if you miss so that sad. morning bit. <laughs> yes. Those days where I've gone, I'll, I'll just do it later. And it's just like later never comes because. And then, that. yeah, easy to talk yourself out of it, but I've stopped doing that. Not that I did it a lot, yeah. but, you know, it's easy to say, oh, it's raining. Yeah. I'm not going. Or it's windy. Oh, there's a cloud in the sky. <laughs> no, not one cloud. <laughs> it could turn into rain any second. <laughs> yeah. I not don't the... mind rain. I don't mind. if It's hard getting out of the car when it's bucketing down. Yeah. But if I'm running and it starts to rain, I, it doesn't bother me at all. No, I don't mind either. I quite like actually <laughs> running in bad weather, but I don't like stepping into the bad weather, like you said, but I don't mind if the bad weather just happens once I started running, if that's yes. fine. Even bad wind or whatever, I don't yeah, wind. Yeah. <laughs> you kind yeah. of feel alive, don't you? Because you're, you're out there and the world's yeah. happening around you and you're part of it. You're not kind of locked away in a in And the then house. people say, you're crazy. And I go, I know. <laughs> I don't mind that. Mind you, on the same side of that, um, if I get home on after a long Sunday run and then it starts raining, but I had a lovely run and it didn't rain while I was running. I'm like, oh, that's so good as well. <laughs> I know. I, I deserve to sit down and have this cup of tea. Or <laughs> Look, I miss the bad weather. Having. I'm so good. <laughs> it's so funny that we do that. Um, <sighs> I just thought, because you're a teacher, do you think there's any, well, I'm sure there is, but have you seen the positive effects of you being a teacher who's, who moves deliberately, who has a life? that's outside the classroom that obviously the kids see I mean obviously all teachers have a life outside the classroom but do you think your running has helped as a positive influence to the children that you oh definitely yes because I go to like the running buddies Mm -hmm. and I look forward to sometimes on a Tuesday on some Tuesdays I'm like oh man so tired (laughs) so Tuesday yeah um Yes, it sort of gives me, because otherwise sometimes you can get wrapped so wrapped up in the work that you do yeah. that you can't separate yourself from, well, most people can, I can't, <laughs> from work to to your other life. A lot so, of people have talked about it being, um, well, those that I've talked to who run home from work, all kinds of work, that it's quite a good way to or d whatever conflict they get rid of anything that happened at work that and then leave it at the door so you kind of run you deal with anything that you needed to deal with in your head for work and then you're home and that's I dealt with. That, but I've got I carry a lot of like laptops and this oh, and that and so and I could leave it at work I could <laughs> but yes yeah teachers I, don't do all their work in the classroom it. A few people here ride their bikes to okay. and from work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what do you what do you think the kids that you teach think about having a, a runner as a teacher? Ah, they. Well, when I was especially doing marathons, yeah, it was pretty pretty good because when I went to the marathon, I've, I've got the photo somewhere. They've all um they made placards and you know it's like. Oh. You know, great running, and yeah, you know, each each child held up a card that's spelled out uh, congratulations. I think, and <laughs> that was really good. That's yeah, lovely. And uh, yeah, like when I when I did my Launceston one, a few people because I didn't tell anyone that I was doing it really. <laughs> I was just sort of signed up. Yeah. Um, yes, and they enjoyed seeing in my medals and yeah oh, so it probably and I use my bits too sorry oh, do I was just it would influence the children that you teach I'm sure in a positive yes. way and yes yeah, so we do um I think called run around Australia so yeah. every day we do laps 
um, to 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 add up to run around Australia basically, uh-huh. and it's a whole school thing. And I've got a pair of runners here that I put on when I'm on duty too. So some of my Strava, you'll see that it's just basically like a a figure of eight, or it's loops of a very small place, and that's the playground that I put my watch on and I (laughs) try and beat my previous day of Of when I'm on duty (laughs) and I just try and get over one 1.2 kilometers I just got this time I just got this picture because I get interrupted with issues in the I've got this picture in my head with Sarah going I've got to beat that last one that I did um, and now there's a child over there that's just fallen off the monkey bars. Uh, what's more important, the child <laughs> or the fact and then that I, I usually say, when I do the next loop, I'll come and see if you're all right. <laughs> I don't. I go straight there. Yeah, but I just think, oh. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so, yes. Um, uh, that is hilarious. Tell me, how do you think? running has improved your life so that if running wasn't in your life you wouldn't have this thing what's the one oh, thing that running has given you health yeah well it doesn't Sorry. matter you can doesn't have to be health <laughs> health wise definitely mm-hmm. um heart health and yeah. all the other benefits um strengthened you know leg strength yeah. bone strength um yeah. apart from the fact that you know that small incident a couple of years ago <laughs> um just i don't know happier yeah but it is definitely happier once you've done something yeah. um yeah can, can you remember when you didn't run and that because i can remember times when i didn't run in my early 20s and just sometimes going up the stairs just seemed to be like oh, oh. this is all very hard yeah. Whereas now it's not that it's not hard, but it's just all fine. You know, like it's, and so I assume it's because our level of fitness and our, as you said, the bone strength and things like that. Yeah. We've got a good family. Oh, level of fitness. Yeah, definitely. Like if I walk into town, it's nothing. I go, oh, it's only two kilometres. Oh. Whereas before it would be like, oh, I'm drive. <laughs> or I'm working, walking 2Ks, I better plan for the whole afternoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't see it. I just see it as as normal. Yeah. Where mm. Some people go, oh, why don't you just get in the car and drive there? And I'm like, well, it's only down the road, That's- which is, you know, from here I consider my place in South Launceston to the seaport is, oh, it's just down the road. I walk yeah. there. Yeah. I walk, you know, it's... Yeah. And that's oh, look at this hill. Oh, I'll walk up and see where it takes me. I haven't ran, been around that street before. Oh. oh, I love that. It's exploring as well. Yeah. And there's a, a book that I was reading um, this week and they were saying that humans, we've actually been, to, well, many, 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 many millennia ago, our normal walking uh, and moving was about, what did they say about 12 miles so I suppose that must be 20 almost 20 kilometers a day so that's just what and our bodies have actually not changed really at all since then apart from the fact that we sit down all the time but we're still designed to do that so you know as you said just going that um two k's into town and back it should should just be you know a little something not (laughs) not a big deal you know but but we've got this modern world now where we sit down all the time I was in Sydney earlier in the year when it wasn't COVID and <laughs> then they didn't have a COVID period. It was just before they got, got sick again. And um, we had friends ask us to come for dinner, some and old friends there. And we said, oh, yes, we'll come. We'll walk to your place. And it was seven Ks. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. we knocked on the door. And they're like, what? You walked here? <laughs> exactly like you said. It was like, what? <laughs> Like, yeah, yes, yeah. They'd be like, yeah, that's that's nothing. <laughs> Sorry, we could just explore. Yes, we left ourselves, you know, plenty of time. And yeah. anyway, it was a lovely, a lovely thing to do too. To, as you said, that exploring element, I love that. It's kind of being able to look around. All right, Sarah, is there anything Ooh. about running the, that we have not touched on today that you think we should have, or that you would like to share about running? 
Ah, just get out there and have a go at it. Don't compare yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, there's, I know, I, I say that and then uh, two minutes later I'm like, oh. It's all <laughs> um, practice. We all just have to practice these things. There. And if someone is going faster than you, then good luck to them and yeah. that's great. Um, at least you're moving too. Um, yes. And just have a go at it. Yeah. Have you convinced any people yourself? Is it are there some people that in your life do you think are running because you like you said Meg convinced you to come along and do the Bernie 10? It took a while for Meg to convince me. <laughs> no, it probably took two years, two Bernie tens. Oh, wow. Good on her. Yeah, two well, probably one. I don't know. She's she's very convincing. She's very stubborn, <laughs> girl. obviously too. <laughs> stubborn to keep keep trying to get you to come so that's really cool have you got anyone in your life can you think of any people that you've um, encouraged to run oh I I can't think of any but I hope that you know I've yeah helped someone you know put the lace you know put the shoes on and tie the laces up and get out there (laughs) I'm sure you have yeah yeah even if it's just um all the amount of times you would turn up to Mike's and have your photo taken, even when you weren't there, as we talked about before we started recording. Uh, it's only because that in the dark, I can't see very well in the dark and it's so hard sometimes. <laughs> and well, it's not dark anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> but I walk on a Wednesday. I meet up with Tamara and we oh, go for our walk, Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. That would, and then that- I know that I'm run Tuesday night and then I can walk Wednesday. I work walk Thursday and then run Friday morning. That's plenty. But so it's sort of a routine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do I think routines are good for us. I do. Like it, and that's what I think it is. Yeah. Because they do it's more of a routine. Yeah. They help us, you know, make sure that we do, especially when we have healthy things in that routine. <laughs> Yeah. And it's a routine because on a Sunday, I just go, okay, Sunday morning, I'm going for a run. It's mm. a routine. If I don't, it's like, oh, oh what happened? <laughs> what am I going to do now? It's only nine o'clock. <laughs> I know. I've got that, t- like, now that running club's finished at the moment, I always go, oh, I'll just have a few Saturdays off before I go back to park run. I haven't been back uh, yet. It's been like uh, six or seven weeks or something. Uh, like, I really actually might have been longer than that. When was that? Oh no, the the end of September. I haven't been back to Parkrun for a while. <laughs> so I should have um, instituted the new positive um, uh, routine, but I haven't done so yet. <laughs> because then get, you get you fall into this. Oh, a cup of tea in bed is lovely on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Doesn't matter. All right. So uh, Sarah, it has been lovely to have you on board. Can. Oh. Can you think of some um, beginner tips? So if someone came to you and said, Sarah, I want to start running, what would you suggest that they do? I would say I'll be like Meg, meet me somewhere and I'll show you or I could tell that person some nice runs to start with, some nice loops, Um, tell them to get a good pair of shoes. Good idea. (laughs) I love that. Yes. Uh, and just enjoy it. Yeah. Just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> we should um, get a T-shirt that, what is it, like Med, Meg said, I think whatever you said a minute ago was quite funny. I could see it on a T-shirt, you know, like Meg uh, said or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Meg does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just enjoy it and get out there, join it, come to a, a running group. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's always nicer to have a, you know, a bunch of like-minded people that of all abilities. Yeah. Of all abilities. You can be the fast one. You can be, you know, the middle of the road one. You can be the one who runs for social purposes. Mm. I like the social purposes. Yeah, social is good. <laughs> or the ones that you yeah, do walk run. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just get out there and enjoy it. Yeah. And smile. Yeah. It'll make you smile. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> yeah.
awesome. Well, come thank you. <laughs> yeah, go come run with Sarah and she won't mind if you're a little bit faster than her. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Sarah. It has been a delight to share some of your running story. I really enjoyed learning oh. a bit more about you. So thank you for being on board. Well, thank you for inviting me on. <laughs> And I will see you. And what did you say before? Don't press the button before you say. Yes. Don't go yet because I will say goodbye to you off the recording as well. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co, and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.